It's Friday. It's the wrap-up. You are with Team Superdad today. Driving fast. When your parents find your pornos. Hot in the 90s friend special. What to watch this weekend. And the hunt for some mummy podcasters. Roll theme. Welcome to Team Superdad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time. More money. More fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Yo, it is Friday, the end of the week. As always, if you know Team Super Dad, then you will know that that means it is the wrap up. The wrap up. We're going to think up some new music, uh, like we mentioned last week. That is coming down the line. But uh, Glenn, good to see you. How are you, sir? Ahoy, ahoy. None too shabby. None too shabby. I'm sporting my my. Uh, I can just about see it on the on screen. My my branded thing from the one time I actually did a sailing race. Um, so yeah, this this, is, this reminds me that I am basically part pirate. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a punchline in there, isn't there? I should then go, or it's not it's not or though, is it? That would be a flipping. <laughs> no, I'm not a farmer. farmer. That'll be a farmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. is a joke in there somewhere. Uh, what do pirates say? Oh, they, they do say R. Uh, oh, yeah, um, yeah, everyone, everyone everyone um thinks that R is their favourite letter, but actually no, it's not. It's the C they love. Ah, look at that. The man's all gotten primed. <laughs> oh, I've got, I've got a little. Hang on. Hey, I've got, a I've got a button on my sound desk for that. Oh, in fact, <laughs> that's that's I want one of those every every time I tell a joke. I just want want someone in the grand scheme of mixing just to be able to press that laughter button. Oh, we'll try our best. Here we go. Perfect. So welcome. If you're here for the first time, then uh, it's great that you found us this week. Our audience keeps growing, which is very exciting. Uh, no surprise. The better I am at sharing it, the more people listen, which is <laughs> ta-da. <laughs> there should be a round of applause for that one as well. But uh, yeah, so people people are increasingly watching and listening around the world, especially the podcast. So if you're um, watching on the live stream, then great to have you here. You can comment and we can bring some of that up. We'll get into the subjects of this week's show later. But uh, if you're listening to the podcast, then share it with other people. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts because no one else seems to really have a good review area. But um, but most of all, keep, keep sharing. Glenn and I are doing our best to make this uh, a lot of fun for you. Well, as long it's fun for me, you know. know it's else fun is. for me as well. It's kind, it's kind of uh, my approach to, to podcasting and sex. <laughs> i had a good time thanks for being here <laughs> i'll see you next week or, or depending on how long the relationship's been going on i'll see you in three months of time <laughs> oh don't we know that oh god no. never again never let that happen again <laughs> it got to the point in my marriage where there's actually a, a, a section on the iphone in the health app where you can track your sexual activity on 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 an iphone it's not like a video thing. You just, you just put a, like, you know, when you weigh yourself yeah. and it'll say, uh, you know, 81 kilograms, December the 2nd, 81.4 yeah. kilograms, January the 3rd, where well, it looks like that, but you just, you just put an entry in. So it shows you when you track what you want, I guess, oh, but I, track, I, me, yeah. track me in sex. I absolutely want to do that now. Just so that <laughs> you know, there is nothing sexier than a good spreadsheet filled with data. So I'm I'm going to, I'm going to start doing it. Um, I mean, I, I, I can fit it out for the last little while because yeah, there's no entries or exits there. No, mine's a riot for five years straight. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, so I, I did that too because obviously the sub the subject got a bit of a of a of a, of a sticking point. Um, <laughs> so I was like, just so you know, it has been three months and three days, <laughs> <laughs> which didn't go down well. I have to say, is that um, is that not foreplay then? <laughs> okay this is noted this is this is good good knowledge i know dating tips from team super dad from johnny jensen and team super dad and <laughs> the dating dad yeah so and if you are uh listening on the podcast absolutely brilliant um and if you're listening watching doing anything live or on the replay then good to have you here it is the middle of the day and the sun is shining so that's why glenn's got the curtains open and i look a bit washed out but <laughs> we're not we're not here for the high-end video quality we're here for the banter uh, today's team super dad wrap up. Okay. We have got hot in the nineties. We're doing a friend special. I couldn't resist Jennifer Aniston, um, driving fast, which is going to be quite funny because Glenn mm-hmm. and I are on different ends of the driving spectrum there. Brother versus sister battles, because it has been both stretching and hilarious watching my two kids justify their behavior this week. Uh, in our slightly serious, a more serious subject this week, I've put in there suicide prevention uh, because I've been part of a book that's been published this weekend called Being Fine, the other F word, and What to Watch, Brockmire, and When Parents Find Your Pornos, <laughs> which again, another subject which our children uh, probably won't ever have to uh, consider and uh, if they're, well, uh, unless uh, they don't uh, clear yeah. Always which by the way kids if your parents or your dad as it normally is if your dad sees that your history is constantly cleared out that's pretty much <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, we, we know. that's a red flag i need to seriously investigate <laughs> what my kid's doing on his laptop now so uh but anyway glenn how's your week been what, anything good anything bad it's been, to it's celebrate. been pretty good. Well, uh, yeah, there's been a, been a few things, some of which I shall share for future episodes, depending on how they develop and evolve. Um, but I've not had my kids this week, so I've been able to actually get some work done, which is quite nice. Because, um, yeah, it, there's only so much you can get done when your kids coming at you for homeschooling and uh, or actually or trying to actively avoid homeschooling. So it's been nice to be able to catch up a little bit. Um, and yeah, haven't really done too much. Haven't really watched loads and loads of movies and TV and bits. I've just, just been chilling. It's been, been really, really nice. How about yourself? Nice. Nice. We're at oh, that that, actually, that, that is something I did. I, I, I spent, an, I did, I did a painting. Um, so I've, I've kind of peaked lockdown now. Not only am I growing <laughs> an avocado plant from a, a stone, um, I realise I've got a, a space above my bed. My bed's in a, a loft conversion and the, the kind of the eaves kind of come over my bed a little bit. And there's this little strip just there, which was empty. And I, when I took a photo of my room once, it, it just looked like a bit bland. It was all monotone. It was all blacks and greys and stuff. And it was, it's nice, but it's, it wasn't that. So I, I realized I want a night, I want a painting there. You can't buy them for that like shape. So I had to make myself uh, a canvas frame, um, and actually just get some paints and, and do a painting. You know, when you've got an idea in your head and then it, it actually comes off and I, I I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm looking at it and I'm still pleased with how it looks a few <laughs> days later. This is, this is abnormal. Normally you do something and you're thinking, well, it'll do is a bit shit, but you know, it will do. Um, so yeah, I've actually managed to, uh, to make this happen. And at the risk of referencing anyone caught up in the Jimmy Savile uh, saga, are we talking Tony Hart or, um, or, or the, or the Aussie guy that we can't speak about <laughs> anymore? Do you know what it is yet? 
Uh, it's, it's definitely not trying to be something. Um, okay. And there was a con- the concept I had was it's it's um, it's really long and thin, so it's it's kind of vertical stripes and paint. Um, but it's kind of my weak uh, through emotions. And so it's, it's a blue base, basically. Um, but sometimes, you know, uh, there'll be stages where actually you're feeling a bit sadder. So then it goes darker blues and blacks. Um, and then, then it'll go brighter when something exciting. And it'll be shades of like these uh, tiny thin lines of, of red or, or green or something where something different and exciting happens and inspires different emotions. So, yeah, it's kind of that's the concept of it anyway. And uh, it looks good. You've really got in. You've really connected with yourself this week. <laughs> I, I feel like an acid or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just eating too much butter. That's all. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Again, the the uh, the things we do to excess in our forties are very different to when we we're in our twenties. <laughs> 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 oh, being on butter is a lot safer. That I think than um, than other recreational activities. Uh, tell, tell my arteries that. How, how's your week been? What have you been up to? Oh, it's been, it's been, it's been right. It's been, uh, as usual, there's been some, some stressy moments. Mm -hmm. So I've written this chapter for a book called Being Fine. And, uh, it's, it's a a co-authored book and it's available on Amazon. If you go to my profile on Facebook or the Team Superday group or the page, there's a link to it now. So 18 co-authored, uh, book, 18 co-authors, um, have written a chapter each. And, and, I, I, mine wrote, I wrote about that sort of coming to terms with our miscarriages and stuff in our marriage and how that impacted on me. Mm-hmm. But it occurred to me kind of at the last possible moment that I hadn't actually discussed this with my, the other person in my chapter. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I won't go into too much detail, but I did. And it required quite a, a rewrite and it really made me reflect on, on <laughs> doing things without thinking of, others mm. or doing things from a from a from a almost like a one-sided perspective so um yeah i definitely had to take out quite a bit and um um but it is a book that's going to make a big difference to a lot of people uh, it's very much about it's it's it's, I, I, it's quite serious but for any mm. any man that's kind of just going through a bumpy time it's so relatable because you're looking at it, you're going oh my gosh i'm not alone mm. and, and that's, that's that's always the real the real challenge just that, that's why i I wrote about dating um, and not just from a, a kind of, I'm not one of these pickup people. It's, it's about the emotions and feelings as a man going through that. Um, and it just, the amount of, of people who have contacted me to say exactly that I, there was nothing else out there. I thought I was weird to feel the way I feel. Um, and so it's nice just to know that someone else feels that, that, that connection is, is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put a, a link in the chat whilst we're talking, but yeah, it, it, it's, and I've had that straight back. I mean, it's like, wow, that was really moving. That has helped me incredibly. Um, that has made me have a whole different perspective on on what I'm going to do next or what I, how I've been behaving. I mean, it's, it is it is a big thing, and that 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 men go around thinking I'm the only one. <laughs> Literally yes, walking, we, bumping into other blokes, we're like, oh, he, he doesn't know, he doesn't understand. He, he would, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're, we're not, we're not trained to talk. We, we, just don't do it. We don't talk about what's on the inside, just uh, what's going on on the outside. Yeah, and that's why this book's called "Being Fine," the other F word. Mm. So, um, where can, where can you, where can people find this book? Well, um, once upon a time, you could say available in all good bookshops, but now there aren't any left. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so you can buy it on Amazon. <laughs> and uh, there's the link. You just, that's too big to look for. But it's called Being Fine. It's called Being mm-hmm. Fine. You can search up on It's actually 99p until Sunday because uh, it's in the launch stage. It's on Kindle only. Um, so yeah, go and go and go and get it. There's there's, there's stuff from all sorts of guys, uh, old guys, young guys, men. There's actually a couple of chapters from women from their perspective as well. So it's amazing. Nice. So I've done that. Had to, had to wrestle with with that sort of stuff. Then I had the kids for two nights. Uh, Tottenham were absolutely awful last night. And my boy, rather than talk about the football, I'd talk about how my boy went. Right. <laughs> so my boy is in full meltdown. Full meltdown. He's he's actually crying, which quite honestly I felt like crying at times. Mm-hmm. So he's crying, and then he's in rage, and then he's standing up with a football in the lounge, basically running through what he would do if he was a manager and why he thinks it's ridiculous that our manager is, is doing this so, so wildly. Right. So I'm sitting there obviously dealing with my own emotions at losing and playing so bad. And and I've got this volcano uh, happening all around me. And it made me laugh because my dad used to say to me at the football, calm down, calm down. (laughs) I I would be outraged that my dad was telling me to calm down. I said, do you not know how much this matters to me? I nearly, I nearly got into a fight once, a, a, a testimonial, a bloody testimonial. What? The guy behind us was absolutely just destroying Chris Waddle, mm-hmm. who was one of my, one of my kind of idols. And like Chris Waddle, he's quite, you know, he's probably in his sixties now. Like, so when we're at this testimonial, whoever it was for, it'd have been in his forties at least. And he's a bit fat, right? So the, the guy was just caning him. You're this, you fat bastard. Like, so I like, sat there. So then in the end, I turned around. I had enough. I was like, I bloody love that man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. A stand up like row with someone at a testimonial. That, so yeah, so I definitely used to get too revved up. So, so, so that was good. But I'll tell you what this leans in nicely to is, is the whole brothers and sisters rowing. Mm-hmm. Cause two brothers will just fight. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm one of seven. And, uh, my, my little, I, I was, not, I won't say placid. I was never really a fighter as such. It's, you know, I didn't go out at school and have fights. No, it was just, just no point. Um, yeah, every now and then I would just have to put my little brother in his place because he would just, he'd, he'd, he'd grow, grow a pair of bollocks and he'd be giving it some and just start going and pushing and shoving. And every now and then it was just big brother time. Just know, know your place, boy. Um, and I've yeah. been able to do that since uh, since late teens, as he is now uh, not only in the army, but very <laughs> – he is significantly physically stronger than me. I'm, <laughs> he, he once did say, oh, Glenn, Glenn, let's, 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 do, a, let's do a charity boxing match. Um, we can do it for charity. <laughs> I was like, mate, we, we're in such different weight classes. You will literally kill me, um, and my insurance <laughs> is going to cover but yeah, yeah, boys are fighting. Girls do as well to a certain certain point. Um, although theirs is often a lot louder. Yeah. Well, my daughter, she can run numbers around my little boy, but like kind of emotional sorts of stuff. Mm. She'll just have little digs at him, or she'll she'll set situations up where where he's just left going. Hang on a minute. That's not fair. That's not. (laughs) I watched it. I was thinking, I know what's coming next. And then it dawns on him like, hang on a minute. And, and, um, and I, I say to her, look, there will come up that there's only so much that, that I can accept where boys aren't allowed to punch girls. 
I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying at a certain point, like just in the, you know, the ebb and flow of brother and sister, he will punch you. Mm-hmm. And, and how old are they again? Nine and, and 11. So Rosie's nine, Jago's 11. I mean, she's tough. She, she wrestles, she fights, she can give a mean dead leg and dead mm-hmm. arm and laugh her head off if it's a good one. She's like, oh, yeah, I got you there. <laughs> Do you remember Police Academy when those two characters, the the son and the dad, they would just like punch each other in. They were like they had a boxing family, mm. and they were punching. Oh, good one there, son. Good one. <laughs> like spits a tooth out. <laughs> so so yeah, but 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 it is getting it's getting weirder and tougher, and and mm. and I'm kind of seeing more of the dynamics between women and 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 men, and 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 I have having to say to him on sometimes just let that one go because you are never winning that. It's just like an unwinnable situation. And is it worth it? And there's other times where I have to say to her, just like, he's going to punch you. Like, and I'm okay with that because you've gone <laughs> way too far, way too far. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hectic, especially yeah. in lockdown. You, you definitely have to nip it in the bud. I remember when I grew up um, twice, was it twice, maybe even three times um, I've had cutlery thrown at my head to the point where I had a fork sticking out my head like that after my my i think it was my brother or my sister just across the table just went poof, um and ninja starred me with with a with cut table cutlery uh, yeah it, it was not 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 ideal uh i'll yeah. definitely say that yeah well if you've got a boy and i know you have but you know, for anyone listening watching um just i mean lockdown is a crazy time right but just get outside normal life we used to go out and and just do stuff. We would always, always be out multiple times a week, exercising, doing stuff. Um, but just, just on lockdown this week, I just get my boy outside and just throw the ball. Mm. We've destroyed the grass. We can't play on the grass anyway. It's like, <laughs> it's like the song. It literally is. Um, yeah, without without so that just, little bit of exercise, you can feel really discombobulated. You can really, something's wrong and you don't quite know what it is and, and they don't know what it is and they don't yeah. want to go out, but they need to go out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're throwing a ball quite a long way. So we're, we're laughing at each other doing rubbish shots. Then we're kind of going, Oh, nice one when it's a good one. Plus he's running about. Plus we're taking the piss out of each other. So it is good on, on, on multiple levels. So hmm. get out and about dads. Uh, obviously Fitbits and watches and trackers. Um, just, just I, I, the other day I did 486 steps. That was it in one day. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I went, um, while I was waiting for that paint to dry, uh, a mate of mine, he knew that I wasn't getting out. <laughs> Uh, and so he said, look, look let's, let's do a, let's just do a call and a walk. Um, and we, I, I, he was off in stains walking around his area. I walked around mine. I did 8.6 kilometers, which is more than probably the past five or six months put together. You yeah. know, it just, I, I never, I never get out and, and go for big walks. And it was just the first time it's so nice to do. Um, and it, yeah, it took, took an hour or so, but it's better than sitting and washing paint dry. Yeah. Yeah taking your mate out for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Epic. So where did I go here? I've got my list of things we were going to chat about. Um, I think just get before we, before we crack on getting into the, I talk about the being fine book and stuff. Um, um, it's, we like to touch on a tricky subject each week just to support men um, and make sure that in amongst all the fun and laughter um we're just signposting people to go and do something since sensible right suicide prevention is 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 vital you know that when when i was in my tricky times uh, i hadn't realized how much i was thinking about it and it wasn't i was necessarily going to do it or at least i didn't think i was going to do it but slowly but surely 
you know, the, the solutions to a challenge in time start to get whittled away. And actually, because it's such a finite, accessible solution, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it seems quite easy to people. And this book that we've been part of, the, um, the Being Fine, it's actually supporting a charity called Black Dog. And, uh, and Black Dog is a mental health charity and it's really accessible. So you can just go to myblackdog.co, myblackdog.co, I'll put it in the chat for anyone watching on the, on the live. And you can start a, a chat, like a, a text chat. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that's all it is, right? But it's so accessible and so easy. And they've got trained um, respondents there. And it's, it's, just, it's just an outlet. It's just a release. Um, so myblackdog.co and of course there's Samaritans and, and, and other things like that. So, um, dads, men, anyone that's listening really is it's don't feel like you're alone and don't feel, you know, literally if you're at that ultimate moment where, where you're going to make the final choice, then, you know, make it something different. Give, give someone a call. If it can't be a friend, make it blog or make it Samaritans. Um, and, that, and, I, and also try uh, men, we're, 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 we're crap at getting advice and support early we kind of wait until our leg is rotten off before we even think about going to the doctors um and it's it's not about thinking this is i've got to wait until it's really bad before i call and speak to someone speak speak to someone early it it yeah. might take you down a totally different path of thinking um because that the, the the standard saying for suicide is is it might be the end for you but it's the beginning of pain um, for everybody you know who loves and cares about you, um, it's 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 never a, a good option. And there are so many people and so much support out there for anyone who's feeling not just suicidal, but on the way to it, feeling sad, feeling upset, angry at the end of their tether. Um, and the the, the other uh, uh, calm uh, campaign against oh, living yeah, miserably yeah. is is a really really good resource as well because it's kind of again it's, it's fo- focused on on men. Um, to sort of think to some respect, um, because we are we are different, we are rubbish in our own ways, um, and so it really helps to be able to talk to someone who, who can just just be there and listen. And and I, I know I'm no I'm no expert, you know I'm not claiming to be an expert, but my DMs are always open, um, and I, I always respond to to people who message me. And if you need help and support, drop me a line um, or. or Give uh, give Samaritans a call. Give mind uh, mind a call. Calm. There's there's options. There's always options. Yeah, totally. And those numbers are shared in the uh, chat now. Calm in the UK is oh eight hundred five eight five eight five eight, and Samaritans is one one six one two three. So you are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Um, good. Well, we like to do that. And you know what? I get so much good feedback from uh, from those little mentions we do. Um, so it's worth doing, worth doing. So anyway, driving fast, Glenn. Driving fast. Okay. <laughs> I love you, driving. You're a, you're a speed demon then. I, I used to be. I used to be. I used Were you to be. A, a boy racer? No, not not even so much, but I delivered pizzas at uni. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I deduced that, first of all, I had to get a job at uni. I just didn't, my dad didn't have any, any money to give us at that time. And uh, so I had to get a job. And... I, I realized, so I did, I worked at uh, a, 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 a the, the county showground in Staffordshire. I pushed a tea trolley around the county showground, like, like, um, what's it called? Antiques fairs and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
which actually there was quite a good sideline there in uh, in in creaming some off for the top um for myself but then uh, i went and got a did silver service mm-hmm. you know like banquets and things like that which is good because it was easy money a few hours a week occasionally some tips but i knew i had my eye on the ultimate student job pizza delivery and what makes, not what makes it so good as a job because i knew that once i've been doing it a while i, I could get some cushy nights you just drive around, right? This, mm-hmm. and by the way, I wouldn't have done it on a moped, right? The, the, the pizza company in, in Stafford. Um, oh, I forget what they were called now. Oh my God. Oh, oh, pizza. Obviously you had pizza in the night. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be like, pizza. Oh no, but they did it. Gino's. It was called Gino's. Um, and, and, and they had cars. So it was just my perfect thing. And the bloke that mm-hmm. was the manager was just a lunatic. I mean, Stafford's a mad place. Stafford, Cannock, Stoke. It's like a real hotbed of where raving started in the UK and they're all just <laughs> nutters, absolute nutters. So, um, so that, so the manager in there would always be coming and telling me about his sort of all verging on chavy stories of like, what do you think of this? Well, yeah. So I got my crossbow and I shot him in the leg and I'm like, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going, Oh, <laughs> that is really cool. <laughs> just kind of inside. Just put it away. My, cannabis hazed sort of used to be like oh, that's funny um but no the best bit was i could drive cars around stafford at breakneck speeds there mm-hmm. wasn't even that many cars in stafford so between 6 p.m and, and 11 p.m i just used to race around stafford in a car mm-hmm. um but when i when i first le- i passed my driving test i had three driving lessons because my dad used to let us drive when we were kids like he he would sit there he said i can't wait for you to drive then i can get pissed <laughs> mm. which by the way meant nothing because he used to get pissed anyway but and we don't encourage that as this is a generational thing it wasn't okay then but it was a lot mm. more done than it is now but yeah. uh yeah so he used to make us do the the gear sticks when he was driving which i make my kids do now so when i got to 17 boom three lessons and um and everywhere we drove between you know the you know eight hours past my 17th birthday and 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 my test my dad made me drive everywhere so i wrote off my first car about six weeks after passing fiat panda head on (laughs) and then uh, a second one was uh in some country lanes in kent and our car was unexpectedly coming the other way and i swerved to miss it went off the road and and like t-boned a a tree (laughs) jesus People say I'm not a very, I am quite an aggressive driver in, in the grand scheme of things, but the, the three, the, the, so the two years of driving pizzas in Stafford kind of got it out of me. I just, I know that like the Grand Prix side of my, mm-hmm. of my, my vision for my future. My dad was a rally driver when I was a kid. So there was, I had go-karts and stuff when I was a kid. I could do donuts and figure of eights and it was, it was nothing I couldn't do in a go-kart, but it all kind of went off the rails a bit when my mum died and, and, all the focus that had been on that kind of stuff just went out the window basically. But I just, I, and you can't do it anymore because the moment you go over 30, 40, you get a ticket. It's like, there's no fun in, mm-hmm. in driving anymore. Um, and I'm not even sure I, I enjoy it. I've, you know, I've got a, I've got a Vauxhall Safira, nice, you know, big, big boot, <laughs> nice and easy, walk <laughs> to 60 eventually. And you just sort of poodle around. It is, it's okay. But, but no, I've had, I've had some epic experiences, probably the, my best one. And what I did get in the most trouble for at Stafford, they, he gave us one night cause he used to get secondhand cars from the, from the, from the auction. Mm-hmm. And 
he turned up one night in an old Vauxhall Cavalier. Yeah. Rear wheel drive. Now, people won't have much experience of driving a rear wheel drive car, but it is a lot of fun. Because it's, the whole, it's very different. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. And I also, I, I'd driven these go-karts, which were all rear wheel drive. So it's just, I was like, oh my gosh. And it, you know, it, it's just hilarious to spin the back out and stuff. So I came round the, the, the one-way system through the middle of Stafford, which I think is now pedestrianised. Mm-hmm. And I accidentally, because the, the turn around the, the police station is a left hand 90 degree. And I did like it, the, the, the back of the car just went round and I ended up, I went, did a complete donut and ended up by, by complete chance, parallel parks outside the police station. <laughs> <laughs> and like a glove. It was like a glove. And then sure enough, 20 minutes later, a police car pulled up outside Gino's. <laughs> See, I, I never, I never had that experience of, of any of that. Cause I actually didn't um, learn to drive until I was 30. Cause I, uh, I lived in, I, I lived in London. Um, I oh, lived uh, okay. a few minutes walk from a tube station, um, a couple of buses uh, were at the end of my road, um, and I was uh, near a train station as well. So anywhere I wanted to get to, either just jump in a cab, because they're only a few quid, um, or jump on the tube. You know, there was there was just no need or rationale for me to drive. Um, so I didn't actually learn, uh, do my test until I, until I was 30. Yeah, well, plus in London, it takes... What you can ride on your because I learned this when I started riding my bike around London. What you can ride in half an hour takes you an hour to drive. So what's the what's the point? Let alone having to sit outside your house. It costs money. Yeah, and and then after that, um, kind of driving became part of my work and my going out and meeting clients and so on. So I always knew that I couldn't do my job without a car. And so the risk of me kind of mucking that up by speeding and all that sort of stuff, it just, it just wasn't worth it. So yeah, just sit there, stick cruise control on, um, uh, have a nice little nap. So what's it like when you drive for the first time at 30? Were you just, <laughs> were you as bad as the average 17 year old except 30? Nah, no, it was, it was a piece <laughs> of piss. Cause you, you're sitting there, I've been sitting in cars watching other people do it for years and you just, you just learn how to do it. You know, you, you, you look around and, Driving is really easy. Um, it just, it just yeah. is. Just all you got to do is get from one place to another without crashing. Um, and that's all right. That's easy to do. Um, it's, and if you're not speeding and all that sort of stuff, you're a little bit older, a bit more mature. You don't have to feel like you have to prove anything. You just, you just drive. And it's, it's have so you, straightforward. Have you ever been on a track day? Uh, not, no, I haven't. I, I've done, I've done go karting and stuff like that before, okay. but never, never with, with cars. Yeah. Sounds, sounds I, like, I, sounds like a lot of fun. It is. Uh, uh, and, and it gives you a, a real idea of, of how hard it is to drive at, at breakneck speeds. The Lotus, I went on uh, Lotus Elise one was awesome. And they literally are like a go-kart that mm-hmm. you can just raz that around. And then I did another one where in the afternoon it was broke. Day was broken into three days. It was again, Lotus Elise's, which equally fun. Then a Ferrari. I couldn't tell you which one, but <laughs> the ones that are the sort of, they're bigger. They're not, you know, they're, um, but when, so we went around a couple of times and then when I think, however, you got five laps, whatever. So the last couple of laps, he said, right, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do as much as I've been doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turned out he was doing like all of it. <laughs> because, <laughs> because then I've got this beast of a car that I'm th- thinking I'm doing really well. He, you know, yeah. he literally was making sure I didn't crash the thing. And then disappointingly for myself, because of my dad's rallying history, uh, we did rallying in the, in the afternoon. 
and and I wasn't very good at that it, because it takes a lot of finesse, a lot of it's like ice skating basically when you're rallying, and I'm just too mm. aggressive, just just far <laughs> too aggressive. <laughs> you know, I, I, I love racing games, so uh, you know all the, the Formula One on PlayStation and stuff like that. So in my head, yeah, I could do it easy. You just hit the apex and and you know get your break breaking points and it's it's really straightforward. I know that I would die if I tried it, and I'm sure I will at some point. But uh, I also know I'm probably not as good as Max Verstappen. Um, I reckon he probably beat me. Uh, Ocon would probably beat me as well. You know, there's 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 a few drivers I know would definitely beat me, um, and I I fit somewhere below them. Are you a, what? Are you an F1 fan? You, do you ever watch F1? I'm I, I'm a beyond an F1 fan. Uh, are you really? I, my my youngest son's named Jensen, um, and I, I yeah I'm uh, obsessed with the thing. Ah, oh, that is another whole that's another whole avenue for conversation. Okay, cool. Because I'm not so much. I'm only because I, I I can't concentrate for that for that amount of time on on. Uh, well, as I was saying that I watch NFL, but no, I, I my dad's a, a mad F1 fan. Totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got driven around Brands Hatch by Sterling Moss in his Lotus F uh, Lotus F1. I think it's called. Okay, now that is epic. Yeah, I got. I'll dig the picture out. I'll show it to you. That was good. Yeah, I'd like that. That'd be, that'd be awesome. My mum died. And a family friend, he ra- he raced Formula Three, Formula Three Thousand, mm-hmm. and he said, "Oh, come come to Brands Hatch. I race the boys around the track." So he'd given us a race around the track. Then we pulled into the pit, and Sterling Moss was there in in this old car. This, I mean, you know, and um, they were like, "Hello, boys. This is Sterling Moss." And my dad knew people because of the rallying. He was works Ford, works Lancia, drove for Toyota, like well, a co-drove, co-drove. And um, so, yeah, this is Sterling Moss. It's like, hello, St- hello, Mr. Moss. <laughs> and then a couple of laps on Brands Hatch with, with, in his car. I mean, amazing. The kind of thing you can only really fully appreciate when you're older, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, without doubt. That, that's, that's incredible. I'm, I'm immensely envious. Yeah. Okay. Re, point on my board for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm reminiscing. On the subject of reminiscing, though, segue neatly into it. Hot in the nineties, we did this. We have to get a jingle for this uh, uh, for this as well. Uh, hot in the nineties, we did we this we did this last week, right? And I think I mentioned Jennifer Aniston mm-hmm. as one of my crushes. Okay, so this week we're doing a Friends special in Hot in the nineties. Oh, right, well, it's got it's got to be Chandler all the way. I mean, Joey had his his sins, <laughs> but intelligence <laughs> is sexy. So it, yeah, for me for me, it's definitely Chandler. Oh yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. One for the ladies, one for the ladies. Uh, would I Chandler? Yeah, that sort of whimsical boyish charm. Yeah, yeah, he, he could he could laugh me into bed. I, I, I was probably more Chandler than, than I'm definitely more Chandler than Joey. That's for sure. <laughs> I want I wanted to be more Chandler, but my family insisted on calling me uh, Ross, and it really bugged me for years. And they they see me as Ross still. I'm like, he's he's the worst character. He's the worst out of all of them. Um, yet I always wanted to be Chandler. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's why I'm known as Ross still. <laughs> oh, maybe I am too. I don't know. Answers on a postcard or at the very least in the comments. Uh, so those that know me, am I more, it's not going to be Joey. Am I more Chandler or Ross? But anyway, that wasn't the idea, Glenn. The idea. Okay. We can do screen share for those watching. We've got obviously. In the realms of friends. Oh, that's just you. I want to be in. 
Here we go. Lisa Kudrow, Jennifer Aniston, and Courtney Cox. Mm-hmm. Are we talking now or in the 90s? I think we're going to go both. In, I mean, for I mean me, the answer's the same for both of them. Oh, okay. I think it probably is for me as well, actually. Oh, it's, it's clear. It's, it, there's, there's no two ways about it. It's, okay, it's Jennifer it's Aniston. It is Jennifer Aniston, yeah. yeah. Courtney Cox is... is is hot definitely i mean they're all beautiful um let me bring but, up some of their some of their old ones courtney cox oh that's jennifer save the best for last Je- who, Co- courtney cox is 55 now 55 55 god i can't even begin to imagine looking that attractive at any age let alone at 55 yeah i do like a brunette it's very funny when people ask me when i get thinking about it I go, oh, no, i do i do like a brunette and then i go oh yeah but i like ginger as well and they go, oh, actually, no, no, blonde. Uh, in, in fact, no, brunette. <laughs> so, and I realise I probably like just women with hair. <laughs> as long as it's in their head. <laughs> the, 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 thing, the thing I realised a little while ago was um, I used to think, oh, it's all about boobs and then legs and all that. It's cheekbones. Uh, I, oh, well, I am a sucker for a good set of cheekbones. Okay, well, Courtney's got epic cheekbones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could great cheese off of those. Yeah. So for those who missed last week's, we did, we started doing this hot in the nineties because Glenn and I realized that it's, it's, uh, <laughs> we'd, we're not looking at 25 year old birds, uh, because, uh, whilst you might notice one as you walk down the street, uh, when we're looking for, uh, prospective future partners, uh, maybe, maybe even wives. And, uh, and so, yeah, we need to keep this age appropriate, which is either, uh, it's like school days, basically six, six years younger, six years above that, that kind of thing. So Courtney's mm. out on an age profile. She's out. She is, she's 15 years older than me. Yeah. So how old's Jennifer? Got to be about the same sort of age, isn't she? She is... 51. 51 also. She's in my... She's in for me. She's in for you, damn it. You know, You know. weirdly, um, someone once tried to set me up with her because uh, they kind of knew a friend of a friend of hers um, and they, they set this whole thing about, uh, about when she's in town, how she should meet me. Um, weirdly... She didn't get back to me. Oh, don't they know what that does to us guys? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know why not. I don't know why, why she refuses to meet me. Why, why a random person who messaged her off of the internet that knows one of her friends, why didn't she respond? I mean, I or, or maybe she is. Maybe, maybe she's just biding her time. Or just let me down nicely. <laughs> I don't know. It turns out she's got a new fella. Oh, Very that'll happy. be it then. That'll be it. Oh, so her yeah. and Kelly, the only reason that they didn't take me up on, on the offer was simply because they're, they're in a relationship. Okay. And before we move on though, what about Lisa? She has her moments. There are some attractive ones of her. I mean, yeah, she's uh, an attractive woman, but, but she, if you're comparing the two, oh, here we go. This one. I can't resist pigtails. That's, that's, I can. She's gonna, can, can you? Yeah. Not, not, not for me. I guess, I guess that's when, did you, when you lived in London, did you do the old, it was, it was huge for a while, the school disco thing down in. Yes. Yeah, in of course Clapham I did. Area. <laughs> when, when I was young, you know, when I was young enough, so that I'd only been out of school for um, half a dozen years, 10, less than 10 years. Um, but then after that, it just, for me, it gets a bit weird. I think um, you're probably right. I think you're probably right. But if your <laughs> wife puts hair in plaits and stuff, like, you know, back in the day of being married, um, Hey, if, if my wife did anything to spice up sex life, I, I would, would not be complaining. She's talking to me. Woo-hoo! <laughs> she's done her hair. She's brushed her teeth. This is, she's. <laughs> Seriously, she doesn't have to. 
Okay, so <laughs> I'm not surprisingly Jennifer wins, but uh, Courtney, Courtney with her cheekbones, um, definitely, definitely deserves a strong preference. I saw Michael Jackson in concerts once, and he he got her. He was she, um, she was on stage. Amazing. You're not talking about watching that Bruce Springsteen music video, are you? No, I thought Michael Jackson got Courtney Cox on stage. I mean, I was only young. My sister told me she, he got some woman on stage. <laughs> I need to check in on that fact. Could have just been a random from the crowd. <laughs> Probably more likely. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't. I, I, I just, I can't imagine why he would have Courtney Cox there and why would he would get her on stage and what, what, what's the point? Courtney Cox, Michael Jackson stage. Oh, you're saying it's, you're saying it was. Um... Well, no, she was famously uh, in a Bruce Springsteen music video where he she was in the crowd and he gets her out and brings her on stage. Oh. oh, is that, is it really? Oh my gosh. There is some news that Courtney Cox says she does. Anyway, boring. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Good. I love it when pop culture just sifts into my brain and has me believe that, that actually happened to me. <laughs> that is. I've, I've got a list now. Yeah. Courtney Cox, Bruce Springsteen video for dancing in the dark. Yep. Yeah, 1984. So this was kind of before she got big. Um, and yeah, she, she ended up, uh, getting up and dancing on a stage. Okay. So whoever Every got on stage, Michael Jackson concert I went to was not Courtney Cox. <laughs> that makes much more sense. That makes much more sense. Well, Glenn, finally, this came up this week. I had a conversation with a dad and, uh, oh no, they've got two things actually I had a conversation with a dad. Uh, I'm not going to share the conversation because it was, it was a, it was a dad coaching call and, and, uh, so it doesn't, you know, it's not the, the finer details of it, but it, part of it was, it was, it was about him discovering, uh, this is his son's way older now, but discovering back in the day, his son's porno stash in his room, <laughs> <laughs> which our kids are never going <clears> to, <throat> another one in our series of our kids are never going to know. Yeah. They don't know how lucky they've got it. I know. So, uh, so yeah, so, so it just made me think about some, some of the times when, when I was a, a teenager and, and, and that whole kind of sneak, you know, a stash of pornos under your bed. <laughs> and then even beyond that, when you got into, uh, you know, serious relationship stages and then there's the conversation when your girlfriend's like, what are these? <laughs> <laughs> I've had them years, which literally you had. Uh, she goes, well, well they got to go. Box. <laughs> They gotta go. You're like, oh, my old friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I never had um, that sort of material because like, where do you? It's not something you you, find, you kind of got passed around um, groups apparently, and I, I just never had any of my mates who who had that sort of stuff. I think someone showed me a set of playing cards once, and that's about it. Oh yeah. Well, I, I think I'm with you, kind of. I don't think it ever became too much of a thing until I was at uni. I think mm. uh, when I was at uni, it's like amazing how how sheltered you can, you can be as you're growing up. Um, when I when I was at uni, we were old enough to drive, right? So any time went on a long on a long drive, my scouse mates would say, "Right, fill up with petrol," <laughs> and they go, "Fags, Rizzlers, porn right? <laughs> and I was like. What are you talking about? It's like, we never go on a long drive without those things, do you? <laughs> I guess now you're asking. No, probably, <laughs> probably not. But... 
there's so many things I discovered from having um, Scouse mates and, and Mank mates that just were not on the uh, on the horizon for for your innocent average Southerner. A journey of youth. Yes, yeah, it's a real, yeah. real uh, coming-of-age story, but literally with the emphasis being on the coming. I know. But no, I'll tell you another funny story. We were about 14, 15, and my, my two best mates from school, Matt and Athos, will, will back us up on this one. <laughs> this is not a Courtney Cox story. <laughs> so we get called to my dad's office. Now, my dad had his own business here and a, and a boardroom that was like something straight out of a 80s, you know, tv show like long mm-hmm. with a big desk at the end of it like way too grandiose for any need he had so we get called in and and they're like obviously we're standing there in our blazers and uh he's like slam it on the desk bam 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 what are these <laughs> it was three videos three porn videos <laughs> yeah so now of course you can imagine we're sort of like 16 year old lads tittering in the like trying not to laugh <laughs> First of all, why would my mate stash them at my house? And second of all, they weren't mine either. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they all say. I'm just Genuinely, holding them for a mate. Of all the things I've revealed on this on this wrap-up or any wrap-up, that that <laughs> would be a lot safer to reveal that I had some pornos as a teenager. But no, <laughs> they actually weren't. They actually weren't. To this day, I think my dad was just going through the motions to stop himself getting in trouble with his missus, my stepmom. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was it. I still, I still <laughs> he said he doesn't remember. I've asked him. He says he doesn't remember. Yeah, he's still probably got him. He probably has. I'll have to introduce <laughs> him to you, porn. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on from this awkward, slightly awkward subject uh, to bring us up to the, the, the top of the show. Um, what to watch? People always asking us about like they keep posting in the in the Team Superdad Facebook group, like what you're watching, what box sets, what Netflix. Um, so I've kind of put you on the spot here, but I've got one recommendation for this weekend. If you haven't seen Brock Meyer, see it is well. Okay, it's good. So don't let it put you off when I tell you it's about American baseball, because it's not actually about American baseball. It's about Harry Brock Meyer, who is a commentator for American baseball. Okay. So if you you're, you like a bit of cricket, yes? Yeah? So you know, like Test Match Special? Yeah. So it's and a they, thing of glory and wonder. Yeah. So it's a long, stretched out sporting event where the mm. commentators, in between referencing what's actually going on the pitch, just chit-chat and banter in a very relaxed mm. kind of way. Now, American baseball commentary is pretty much the same. So then when you put it into a comedy situation, you can easily kind of ham it up and, and say – in amongst talking about the, the game, he's talking about his personal life and revealing things about friends that he shouldn't and stuff like that. So Brock Meyer is an absolute nutter. He's a boozer. He's necking all sorts of recreationals. He's sleeping with anyone that will, that will entertain the thought. And then his whole life goes off the rails when he walks in and discovering his wife having an orgy in their lounge. And, and so he's like, and so as he descends into this breakdown, his career unravels and he ends up in Hicksville, nowhere commentating on like a division three baseball team. And, mm-hmm. and it is so funny. I was on a flight to America when I was scrolling through what was on and it said, um, uh, this program contains uh, nudity, sex, drugs, swearing, violence. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm definitely watching tick, tick, this. Tick, 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 <laughs> And then before it played, it said, please be, uh, please be considerate of the people sitting around you because this may be offensive to them. <laughs> what are you going to do? 
sit with, with your hands next to the screen like that. What are you supposed to do? They were like asking not to put it on. I was like, home run, obviously. Nice, nice little link in there. Um, yeah, Brock Meyer. You can search it up on all on on, on the stuff. It's it's wild, yeah, hilarious. I think. I think. I think it's. I don't know. It's either on, I know it's on one of them. It's either on Netflix or Prime, or uh, or I know it's on on Virgin. Uh, I can just do it on the catch up on Sky cool. as well. It's a cracker. I've I've just been uh, binging Man Down. You know the Greg Davis um, sitcom, and it's ridiculous. I don't know if you know like Greg Davis, uh, the comedian, big guy, Taskmaster, um, uh, main guy. Is, uh, yeah. Yeah, so he's like I don't know six foot eight, and he's not a small gentleman. Uh, and it's it's just like a, a fictional version of his his character, and it's it's really it's surreal, um, but it's quite funny. I really enjoyed it. He was the teacher in 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 between us. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> he, he plays a teacher because he was a teacher when he was um, oh, right. younger when he started out. So um, so he's he's plays a teacher, and it's just about him being crap at life in general. Um, and it's yeah, it's oh, sweet, and it's it's got Roshin Conaty in it. It had uh, Rick Mayall as well, um, Tony Robinson. It's got a good I mean, cast. Basically, I'm sold already. Yeah, I'm absolutely sold. I, you know, I just I, I posted on the Team Superdad blog today about uh, ten steps to f- dealing with depression, or ten steps to get over feeling low, basically, and um, um, no negative media news mm-hmm. content. Uh, is one of them so yeah both these man down and brock meyer if you're looking for a laugh this weekend then tune in and just watch 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 back episodes of the wrap-up of course (laughs) we would love some feedback by the way basically um as mentioned last week uh you can uh keep your negative feedback uh, (laughs) but no seriously if you don't like it or you've got some ideas then uh let let Glenn know at a dating dad on Twitter or myself at team Superdad HQ on Twitter or any of the socials. Just search for, for team Superdad, and You'll find us team superdad.com. Uh, we're, we're here to, to have a laugh. Basically, this is something I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I run the Lon- London podcast community uh, on Facebook and you know, I just, I just have podcasts all the time. So I hope that people enjoy this, put it on their smart speaker. You can ask your smart speaker. Hey, I'm not even going to say it because it's going to kick in. But, uh, you know, uh, play Team Superdad with Johnny Jensen and then it will play all the all the episodes, basically. Um, so we may have to break the wrap up. out. Oh, I quite like the idea that there's a serious one in the meet and, and a wrap up as well. So you get a bit of both, a bit of love and support, a bit of laughter. So, yes, yep. uh, please share this wherever you can. Bring in other da- dads, share it uh, as a watch party if you're watching live share the podcast, however you feel you could do that. It would be great to get your reviews and feedback and continue doing this for you all. And if you've got any questions as well, um, anything you've ever wanted to kind of ask about, uh, about being a dad. Um, I mean, my side of things is, is also the romantic dating relationship type stuff. So if you've got questions or concerns or thoughts or ideas or, or even just a funny story, um, I'd love to hear them as well. Yeah, we should do that. There are uh, services where people can ring in and, uh, and like leave a story they do it on what do they what do they do it on oh man they do it on one of the podcasts i listen to and then so that someone rings in and they're like oh, oh they do it on uh or they do it on the on the fighting cock podcast that they've always got people sending some would you rather type i uh, think mm-hmm. probably a little bit 
farther beyond even our edginess there. But uh, but yeah, uh, I did say in the Team Super Dad group, I did say actually, uh, tomorrow's wrap up. Let's have your questions or suggestions. Silly or serious is all good. So yeah, however you can get in contact with us, please do. We'd love to be uh, answering your stupid questions or, or solving problems for you. Look at that. What's it called in the sun? Dear, dear, dear Deirdre. Deirdre, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glenn and Johnny. Deirdre, it's uh, Dear Dating Dad. Okay, we can do this. Yeah, we can do this. Okay, good. Right, I'll be your first uh, patient. As we, <laughs> but we're going to do that, aren't we? We're going to we're going to go through my dating. Uh, I'll tell you one thing else. I will say and ask is, I'm keen to get a mum on the wrap up, uh, probably once a month, uh, or a couple of mums. Um, so we'll do this with uh, with a kind of with a with some banter from some from some women as well. Uh, it's, it, I don't I don't mean like let's have a serious chat with mums. I mean let's get some fun mums on and take the piss and have a laugh with each other. Uh, because actually, when I think back to my more of my youth, we I used to hang out with a lot of really hilarious women and we had a, a lot of laughs. And then you get married and you have kids and. I, I don't, <laughs> I've got to be honest. I don't have much. I think I don't have a group of women that I regularly have a laugh with. I, I do occasionally see old friends and it is brilliant to see them, but I don't have a group of women that I regularly have a laugh with. Uh, and I do believe that women are still funny. So <laughs> I'm hoping that women in their forties and beyond are still actually funny. So uh, they absolutely are. I know uh, I've met many, many women in their thirties and forties over the past uh, couple of years, and they are just as hilarious or not as the average man. Okay, good. Well, let's do that, Glenn. Let's make, let's make like the fourth fourth friday of the month we'll get a couple of uh of top quality mums on and we'll, we'll balance this out sounds good to me i'm in nice one good to have you here glenn as always have See a good one week. and uh yeah survive the next week yeah team super dad out take care bye this has been team super dad find us at team join the program and create the best life ever for you and your children You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad.